Tim Ashoff, that puts the icing on that cake out there. What else can happen? Man, oh, man, oh, man. What a winter it's been, huh? It's been crazy. Uh, we went from, uh, you know, minus 20 degrees last week to 50 degrees over the weekend, and now we're back driving in this morning, and it's 9 degrees. So it's uh, it's been an up-and-down <laughs> pattern here. You know, yesterday one of our callers uh, said that uh, over the past two days, he went, he he experienced a 90 and I and and this sounds like an exaggeration. I didn't even bat an eye when he said that. This he experienced a ninety-eight degree temperature differential just by going from you know north to south. It, it, what normally would have taken three months and a thousand miles took two days. You know, it's just crazy stuff. But that's it's not a crazy time of year, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But that's not, well, you know what? It's kind of a crazy time of year when it comes to what the topic today is, and that is taxes. Uh, because per diem has been like written in stone. Uh, and and uh, one of our, uh, one of your uh, fellow sponsors, John Turner, uh, Trucking's CFO, John is a CPA. He's been with us for many years. When he does a call-in show, and he does one every week, it's like the first question through the years has always been, hey, is the per diem still the same? What about per diem? Well, per diem is uh, the elephant in the room now when it comes to uh, tax changes. One of the biggest federal tax law changes that impact drivers uh, was the elimination of the deduction for per diem expenses that are incurred by drivers. Now, you guys at Creek Carrier... Uh, you were one of the many carriers to implement optional per diem pay for drivers. Uh, what's the importance of the O word there, optional, and, and how does that work for the folks? Well, I think the importance is is that every driver's tax situation is a little bit different. And, uh, you know, how do you want your pay and your taxes handled? And, you know, there are a lot of companies that uh, have mandatory per diem. Some have opt-out per diem. And we have opt-in per diem, which lets the driver assess their situation and determine what is best for them. And I think uh, the, why we think this topic is so important right now is, you know, over this last year, we try to communicate a lot with drivers. And I still find so many of them that don't understand, you know, the tax law change that happened um, at the end of 2017, and it was in fact all of 2018. And when they come to do their taxes, uh, there's going to be a big surprise uh, on uh, whether or not uh, they would get their deduction that they normally had, and then hopefully get a refund when when their tax preparer now says, "Oh no, no, you don't get that deduction anymore," and they're going to be scratching their head, going, "Wow, did I did I lose out on a lot of uh, take-home pay there? And should I have opted for per diem with somebody?" Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's it, again, it's sort of the elephant in the room. But it's and, and I think I'm correct in saying it's per diem has just been part and parcel of kind of the routine through the decades. You know, the only changes is uh, the only changes have been in per diem is well, how much is it this year? <laughs> you know, and of course, when does it start? No, not January, October, you know, and it's the fiscal year thing. And there's always a bit of confusion around that, but it's always kind of been there. So I love this idea of opt in. Um, so the per diem pay program at Keat, Crete, Schaefer Hut is optional. There are factors that folks need to consider. And I know you guys help uh, drivers kind of make some determinations, but what are some of the factors that drivers should consider when they are determining if per diem pay is right for them because it may have been right yesterday but not so much today or vice versa. 
Right, and just to, to help make sure everyone's clear, now we're talking about the per diem pay where that uh, your your employer, your motor carrier, uh, while you're not able to individually deduct that per diem anymore, we as a motor carrier can give you a portion of your pay uh, on a per mile basis as a per diem. So what that means is it's not subject to federal income tax and some of the uh, employment taxes like uh, Social Security withholding, Medicare, Medicaid, those types of things. And so... Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. So what you really need to look at is your own personal um, circumstances. Hey, do I live in a state uh, that has um, state income tax, state property tax, some other things? Because one of the things that did change with the tax law while per diem was taken away, uh, the overall tax rates went down and then the standard deduction was um, you know, doubled for most people. And so you can still look and say, hey, even without the per diem, if I take all of my um, per mile pay as general income, Income, and not some of it is per diem, where will my tax bracket end up and how much will I end up paying? For some people, it may not be too much different, but for others, it can be significantly different, again, depending on what other deductions they have. If you own a home and you have uh, deductions for uh, property taxes and for mortgage interests, um, you may still be able to do itemized deducting, and in that case, you're going to want to take both um, you know, those itemized deductions and get paid on per diem, so you um, have to pay less overall income tax uh, to the government. One of the things to note, though, and this is a this is kind of implied in your prior question, is that optional versus mandatory, opt-in versus opt-out is typically a carrier will charge um, an administrative fee if you do elect per diem, and and part of that is because we have a carrier do have a cost. Uh, typically, we have to in order to meet the regulations, the tax regulations, um, to have these types of programs, we have to have a third party administer it, and there is a cost to that. And then we as a carrier don't get to fully deduct. Um, that amount that's being paid to you as per diem, where we would get to deduct the full amount of us paid as wages. So there is some cost uh, to that from a carrier perspective. But what I can tell you is that you need to be careful in that because I can tell you um, that cost uh, generally should not be you know more than a penny a mile. And there are some other programs out there that charge more than that and, and make it mandatory that you do uh, take per diem. So as you're looking at your overall pay package and things that are taken out, things that are considered, make sure you look at uh, how each of those programs work, what are the administrative fees, and then how does it impact you personally for your taxes? Um, It sounds kind of complicated. Is it a little easier than it might sound once you dig in and make your determinations? It, it really is once you um, you know put your arms around hey what am I really looking at here and and run the math and and the math is fairly simple but I think you know what we've done to try to help uh, our drivers with the math too is we have an online uh, tax uh, calculator for them uh, where they can go out and say you know here's here's my per mileage pay here's my average miles that I'm running if I don't do per diem this would be my um, my gross pay and then my net pay after taxes and then if I do take per diem this would be my you know gross pay and then my net take home after taxes and they can then compare which one is better for them and and typically I will tell you now um, there's very few occasions where it's not better for a driver to take per diem just given that change in the tax law wait wait say I may have missed that say that one more time it's it's better it's what we have found for our for our drivers is that they do want to get a portion of their pay in per diem because we have found that for for most drivers their take home pay will then be higher 
um, because of that the, the changes in tax law where they can't deduct those expenses anymore. From and with the doubling of the standard deduction, uh, it's generally a benefit for uh, our drivers to take advantage of both. And, you know, take that standard deduction, get that you know double deduction that is what it used to be, and then have less of my um, income taxable, and my take home became. Hey, pay becomes more. Uh, and what's great is, and hopefully a carrier with has that tax calculator as well, if they do, it walks you right through that line by line and shows that shows you the math and, and generally, again, shows you a very positive outcome. Got it. Got it. Okay. So, um, you know, you're kind of, uh, kind of walking through a bit of a landmine field here. In a sense, you, you'll do fine on the other end if you can get through it. Uh, but you're going to need a little help, and you're going to need a lot of consideration. You need it if you're a guy. You need to talk to your wife, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's right. Because <laughs> I know they I know would. where all the pennies are, don't they? <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right, sir. Well, we're going to take a real quick break. Uh, per diem, obviously, is sort of as I mentioned, the elephant in the room. I don't know. I don't think that's too much of an exaggeration. But there are some other federal and even state laws that uh, drivers should be aware of. So we'll kind of walk through a little bit of that, and we'll talk about overall compensation too. What what a driver should be looking for. So um, we'll get right back to it here with uh, Tim Ashoff from Crete Carrier Corporation, Crete Schaefer and Hunt. And we'll be right back. Tim Ashoff is with us, and we're talking through uh, tax implications of driver pay, kind of zeroing in for a moment there on per diem. And Tim, uh, Ghost Train is with us down in Florida with a comment on per diem. Hey, Ghost Train, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, yeah, my company, they they offer the it's optional. You can, you can take it or not take it. And I chose not to take it. Were, were there some uh, overriding reasons why why you would make that decision? Well, yes, because okay, now yes, okay, I, I am a property owner. I, you know, I own three houses, but if I want to go buy another house, or if I, you know, want to go buy another pickup truck, or if I, you know, or and in the long run, if there's any left, when it's time to draw Social Security, you know, if you you know, the per diem, even this non-taxable income, it will hurt you in the long run. That is a that's a balancing act that you really got to play out kind of through the years, huh, Tim? Yeah, he brings up uh, two two good points. One is um, I think the first one was with respect to wanting to buy a house or a car. Or other is if you need to go get a loan for that, will the lender include the amount that you are receiving as per diem in your overall pay and calculating whether or not you qualify? And I, I think what we found is that generally some larger, more national banks that are used to these situations uh, generally do include that. Some of your more small local banks that don't do as much with the transportation industry uh, don't quite understand what per diem is and how it's paid. And that, and how that actually makes the drivers take home pay generally uh, greater, and should be better for them, for them from a lending perspective. Um, so we, do, you do see that variance depending on what bank you're working with. But I do think with the tax law change, from what I'm hearing, is more and more banks are understanding that, and uh, and not. Um, penalizing you for taking per diem. 
Uh, on the second piece of that, yes, um, you know, one of the, uh, as Dave mentioned going into the break, we're going to talk about some other the other federal and state tax laws that come into play. And one of those that you mentioned is, you know, the employment-related taxes, uh, one of those being Social Security contributions. And so the amount you get paid in per diem is not included in the calculation of what you owe for Social Security. And again, that's a personal evaluation you need to look at. You know, Social Security, if I recall correctly, is uh, when you retire is basically an average of 35 years of, of income. And so it depends on what, what amount of income you've had in other years, how long you intend to be driving, and have that averaged out. And then certainly, uh, we have a number of drivers that will say, well, I understand I'm going to have a lower amount of Social Security Social Security payment potentially, but the way I offset that is I actually put more money into my 401k plan, which actually then reduces my taxes even more because that's a pre-tax contribution, and that income then from the 401k replaces the small amount I may have lost um, in um, Social Security benefits when I retire, and, and as you mentioned, if they're there. <laughs> I know my 401k will be there. I don't know about Social Security. So again, this is one of those personal decisions and uh, how you really need to walk through each aspect of per diem uh, to make sure it's right for you. Ghost Train, thanks, man. He did bring up some interesting points, and I, th I have a feeling we were going to get to that um, anyway uh, this morning, Tim. So thanks for covering those bases. But, you know, um, I'm not so sure you want to walk through this valley by yourself, like the old song says, because it's getting a little bit more... Uh, technical it's getting a little more complicated uh, i was kind of joking around about why do they make changes to the tax law because it ain't complicated enough you know um and 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 the the stakes are even higher and there are a lot of what ifs and what nots so um do you like folks to just kind of do this on their own on the kitchen table is that a good idea anymore well, I, I don't believe so, and we recommend that uh, our our our, peop, our drivers, our people, have a good tax professional that uh, that they know and they trust, and that knows their situation and knows transportation, because you know they have knowledge of, of per diem uh, of the pluses and the minuses, and then really how to offset those minuses um, that the caller brought up, and and then to say, hey, from an overall, not just a tax perspective, but from an overall take home perspective, long term investment perspective, what's the right approach for you? And, you know, I know we have a lot of drivers come in and say, well, I was talking to my friend, you know, Bill, another driver here, and, and this is what he says is good, and so I'm going to do that. And I always have to caution him saying, well, what may, what may be good for Bill may not be good for you. It is so uh, individual. Um, and, you know, there's even state tax laws, depending on what state you live in, that may come into play. You know, for example, Nebraska has a state income tax, so how does per diem uh, interplay with that? Uh, and then there's municipalities that even have uh, income taxes. Kansas City, for example, has a municipal income tax. So if you live in Kansas City, uh, how it impacts you may be different than somebody who lives in Florida who does not have an income tax, a state income tax. So it does become complicated and becomes specific. Uh, I think the point that we need to get across today here is that drivers need to know that they're the, the standard, the, the previous per diem deduction you had is no longer around. There is an alternative to that. There's per diems paid by your carrier. You know, generally, it will benefit you, but you really need to, to work through it and find out what's the right um, what's the right thing for you to do. I'm going to use a worn out phrase, but I'm going to do it anyway. In terms of the change in the per diem program, 
Is that a game changer here for folks that they may not understand the the um, the um, the magnitude of? I think for 90% of the drivers, yes, it is. And if you have not throughout 2018 planned for that, when you go to file your tax return now, um, it's going to be drastically different than it was last year. And that will be the game changer. And, and, you know, how different it is is going to vary on, again, on your individual circumstances, but it's going to be different. What is not a game changer is the fact that you always give us a clear, concise insight and expertise. Tim, thanks once again for being with us. Thanks for having me. And uh, this is an important subject and a complicated one. So I hope I did it justice, but I think uh, I probably confuse enough people that they will go out and consult their tax professional. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure it'll probably pop up on the agenda again before the year is out, too, because, again, um, it is a, a big difference. It ain't the way it used to was, as the late John Parker would have said. Tim, as always, thank you so much. Yeah, but thanks for having me.